Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience, Tuesday edition on My Talk 1071. Her talk is fun. Woo! You hey said it, sister. The band is back together after. Where the hell were you yesterday, Donna? We all came back to work. I had to go to the airport. Oh no! <laughs> you know what I did? I flew. I flew home to New Jersey from Thursday to Monday instead of Wednesday to Sunday, which is what most people do. You did this just because it was cheaper. Significantly cheaper and yes, yes, uh, better flights, so I could get out first thing in the morning. Get there. I didn't miss anything on Thanksgiving because I was there by 10 a.m. Okay. You know, we didn't even eat until like 4.30. Sure. So it was great. I had the whole day. Oh, that's great. Then I went Black Friday shopping. Don't ask me why. You went to out of the home and into a New Jersey brick and mortar. That is correct. I met my... It was a tradition that we haven't done for a year or so. Mm. So it's my two sisters and my niece and myself and my best friend back in Jersey. And we got up at like 4.30. You did the old school Yeah, I picked up my early. friend up. I had to drive a half hour to go get her. So I picked her up at 6. We go for coffee. We're like the first people in the parking spot, in the parking sure. lot. You yeah, know, gone are the days of the line around the building to get in. However, I will say that around noon or 11 a.m., all hell broke loose. The place was packed, jam-packed with people. Best Buy, forget about it. I walked in, turned around, walked out. I went, no, I can't handle it. I can't. <laughs> cannot handle it. What is your first store that you went to in Jersey on Black Friday? Macy's. We always Did- go to Macy's. They used to have door busters, right? Yeah, so a door yeah. buster means you get in here before 8 a.m. <clears throat> right. And you get, you're one of only so many people who get this amazing deal on let me think of something. Let me toaster just, oven. Toaster oven normally um, um, two hundred dollars you can get for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, you got to get in, and while supplies last, and that's Correct. the good old days when fights used to break out. That's right. You know, fighting over the Cabbage Patch dolls Look, and the that Furbies. Was, that was my grandma. I, I love it. I saw it. A, 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 an Instagram reel last night where a guy was t- talking about. He was like, I, "I'm just so disgusted by Black Friday now because nothing is happening." People look and they say, like, really? Like, that guy punched that old grandma? He said, yeah, because that TV was 80% off, okay? Do what you got to do. <laughs> got to well, throw down. The um, same friend who was visiting me from New Jersey one year, her, her son, who's now almost 30, but he was, you know, a little kid and he wanted a Furby. We did the same thing. We got up. We went to the Mall of America. We tried to find this thing. I don't think yeah. we succeeded, no. Oh, and then as a result, Donna has a criminal record now. I mean, exactly. one time. I yeah, think We didn't find one on store shelves, but we found one in the parking lot. I think it's scrubbed by now, my record. I think we're good. I can go okay. to Canada. All right. Um, anyway, uh, just note to self. Also, yesterday, Cyber Monday, I'm like, I'm going to wait for, for deals on Cyber Monday. I didn't find any deals. Everything that I wanted was still regularly priced. Really? I did not find one single deal. How do you find these deals? Do you just try- go to any website and they're there. I mean, if like so Amazon. many places are. I went to Amazon. Tons what? of Cyber Monday deals. The thing I wanted, it was an exact model of something that I wanted, was the exact same price it was two weeks ago. There was no difference. Nothing. Now, now, maybe that means that they have had like an extended sale price for the whole month. Because Black Friday and Cyber Monday, 
they kind of have had a baby. And it's it's just sort of a blobby November. It's great in many respects because sales, there's not quite as much of a sense of urgency as there used to be because you're like, okay, there's still going to be deals. Even Cyber Monday is now Cyber Week in many different sure. retailers. Yeah. So you could still get a deal. Now, everybody's wondering, and I'm sure you won't tell us, but what is this? What is a special item that just happened to not be on sale for you? Model number and everything. I don't really know if I should say because it's a secret Santa gift. It's are a, we it's not a, doing secret Santa? It's a waffle maker. No, we are not. It, it's a it's a waffle maker. Whatever and happened to our secret Santa? We don't do secret Santa. We did that one time. We did. You, me, and Ryan Perpich, oh, God rest three his soul, of us did a secret Santa. Although here's how it went, Holly, Ryan. and it was truly one of <laughs> the most. One of the most confounding moments, I kid you not, oh, no. of my adult life. Oh. We have names and a hat to pick yep. Secret Santa. We have three of us. Sure. Donna reaches in first. Yep. She pulls out Ryan. I was like, okay, all right, you got Ryan. Have fun. Ryan reaches in second. He pulls out Donna. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Am I no longer in this game? What happened? And I couldn't figure out, how do we make sure that doesn't happen? And apparently... Someone explained it to us. I think it's pretty basic. Like you would pick out Donna yep. if you picked Ryan, and then that means that Ryan gets me and I get you. There was a triangular situation. Geometry was involved, but it was, it was shattered my confidence as a as an adult. Well, especially because it was your idea. I'm like, how that is this going to work? <laughs> extra disappointing. I was like, okay, she got you, Ryan. Ryan, now you pick. <laughs> then he picks her, and then just suddenly, dong, it's like all the scary bells started ringing in my head. Oh, my gosh, you're not in the game that you wanted to play. Guess what? Huh? I have an idea. Okay. Let's just not buy gifts for anybody this year at work. How does everyone feel about that? Listen, due to inflation, and hey, I, I just no got, I got Rocco a present two weeks ago from last Christmas. You know why, Holly? Why? He was responsible for one person, and that was Rocco. And we knew what we wanted to get him, and that was a $50 gift card to um, First, Ave. First Avenue. Great. And here we are in October, and Steve still had not, you know, held up his end of the deal. Ooh. Taking no. care of one gift. Of one. Just one, Steve. You have one job. One job. That one gift. Now, I also, two things. First of all, when I gave him his gift... I did it with interest, so I gave him $60 cash. Like, I was just paying off an old debt, you know? Just like, okay, here, man, get out of my face. So mm-hmm. he earned 10 extra First Ave bucks as a result of my <laughs> procrastinating. So, too, my brother-in-law, Dave, I was supposed to get him a uh, monthly subscription to, it's called Scentbird, and they send you a monthly cologne each each oh, month. And cool. I got him that for the year, and then I, I never set it up. And then you just don't. And then, boom, now it's next Christmas. Oh, my God. I have so much to ask you. Next Christmas. I need to know about Elizabeth and how she represented me in our games every day on um, yesterday, on Monday. She did oh. great. She won the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. And she went four for four. She even got the tiebreaker. She was in a zone yesterday. How'd she do on cover story? Uh, she did pretty well. She lost, but it was like five to four to four. It was a very good round of cover story. Okay. Okay. And then I need to know about Thanksgiving. I saw pictures and video. Sure, sure, sure. I got some weird texts from Hutch. Sure, sure, sure. And um, weird phone call from you at some point. 
Oh, yeah. Why didn't you even respond to that? I didn't realize you called until, like, I was on the plane yesterday, and I was like, oh, crap. Well, I can't yeah, do it. I left, was a butt dial I left you a voicemail. Did you play the voicemail? Yeah, I did. I did. You want to play it for everybody? Sure. When we come back. We'll get into that. I also have some things that we need to figure out how and when we can get to these. But I asked the question on my Facebook page, which produce item do you most often end up throwing out? Mm-hmm. Tons of responses. What is that vegetable or fruit that always knows it's going to die a slow death in your refrigerator? In addition to that, as I was going to look at the results from that, and there were some 400 comments, and that's great, I see something else on Facebook about a hack so that you don't have to salt your walks this winter. Oh. And I need to know, has anyone tried this? Is it too good to be true? So a whole smorgasbord of things that we will get into when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Okay. What's up, you little booth fangs? Yeah. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Got Holly Roberts with us. Ho, ro. Mm. Yep. Ho, I guess that doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Sounds like there's a row of... Hellos. Well done. Ho, ro. Yeah, I don't s- mind ho, ro. It sounds like rut, ro. So yeah, sound yeah like kind of, sort of. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Ho, ro. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. All right, so Steve, he finds joy in leaving me these stupid phone messages. <laughs> I'm just trying to connect with you. I actually wanted you to pick up just to... And I was just going to do this for you live. And then go about my merry way. But then you didn't pick up, and so then I'm forced to leave a message. Let me ask this. Were you driving in your car and running an errand? Yeah, I was coming back from Target, and I had about three minutes in the car. Okay. Best time for me to call you. Here's what Steve left for me. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Seeking Jaddy Father so that uh, no need to call back. Okay, I wasn't gonna. Uh, so that is basically the jingle to the uh, law firm that I endorse. Bradshaw and Beto. Yeah, well, Bradshaw yep. and Bryant specifically. Thank mm-hmm. you for translating that. <laughs> She's worked with me long enough. I thought it was, and I thought, okay, she's gonna call back. With, like, uh, the Canopy Group guitar sound or something like that. <clears throat> Nothing. Didn't, didn't You're get anything, such really. a weirdo. Like, you take time out of your day to do that. It just cracks me up. I well, I was leave. driving. I only will ever call you if I'm driving from a point A to a point B. Right, because you're bored. You're a time filler. No, yeah, no, no, yeah no. thank you. That came out wrong. I, I know. I understand. Anyway, you know, sometimes I'll call and just sing the national anthem because I know he's not going to listen to the message. <laughs> I'll just do it for myself anyway to practice. Makes for a funny transcript, though, if you look at your visual voicemail on your phone, you know. Good times. <laughs> That's oh, true. look at this. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, we digress. Thank you. Um, what do you want to know? I want to know about Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert is uh, not going to be doing the late show this week, taking the whole week off. Because his appendix ruptured. Oh, no. How do you know that? He issued a statement, and he said, quote, Sorry to say I have to cancel our shows this week. I'm sure you're thinking turkey overdose, Steve, gravy boat capsize. Actually, I'm recovering from surgery for a ruptured appendix. Oof. I'm grateful to my doctors for their care 
and to Evie and the kids for putting up with me. And then he said, going forward, all emails to my appendix will be handled by my pancreas. <laughs> but wow, yikes, that's you know, scary. That's very scary. Because if you get appendicitis, that's like, I think stuff starts maybe leaking out and it causing a lot of abdominal pain. I'm not a doctor, but I believe when it burst, then a lot of the bad toxic stuff that is meant to be housed inside of one's appendix goes into the rest of the body, and it is a very much an emergency situation. Yeah, it could cause sepsis. Did I say call? It could cause, I think, sepsis, right? Because when all that bad stuff gets through your bloodstream, now you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in trouble. You don't want to be in trouble. Okay, hope he's doing okay. I wonder yeah. who's going to fill in. I'm guessing they're just going to go dark on short notice. I don't think they're going to call in guest hosts. Okay. But then again, you do have guests, you know, actors and actresses and musicians who have booked this. I'm sure weeks in advance. I feel bad for the um, for them. I also feel bad for the people who scheduled a New York trip right around. Hey, let's go see Colbert. It'll be so fun. Oh yeah, we can oh. go see the Christmas lights, Rockefeller Center. Yeah, yeah. All of that will still be there, but the old Colbert will not. I guess I should be also saying chiefly. I feel bad for Stephen Colbert and his appendicitis. Correct. That's, that's the correct thing to say. And okay. I said it, and that's uh, on the record. Uh, and if read in a transcript, it does not sound nearly as disingenuous as it sounds right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Very true. Uh, so you had Hutch over from KS95 and his kids for yeah. Thanksgiving. How did that go? He was the very first person to show up. Of course. That was a, that was a tough start to the day for <laughs> both of us. I was like, son of a gun, Hutch is here. We gave people a 1 to one thirty window to show up. <clears throat> I had just told Hutch to show up at one thirty. I wasn't aware of the window. No one shows up during the window. He was showing up at the end of the window. 128, I look out, and there he is. And I said, Hutch, I got bad news for you. You are the first person here. (laughs) And he didn't like that. He wasn't trying to be the first person. He wanted to show up when there were other people. But suddenly, he's there. And uh, it it ended up being very, it, it was great. He, he stayed, stayed for about four hours, left at around 5.30, and uh, there was a brief moment where we weren't sure if he was ever going to leave because he was unable to start his vehicle. No. He was trying to, he was trying to get into his car. He couldn't, he couldn't unlock the doors. The actual key fob was inside of the vehicle. He was trying to open it from an app, but the app was not registering with the car. And so he and I think both had a moment where I was like, so he... He lives here now. That we're a family. <laughs> the, the kids have two dads and a mom, and this is our story now. But he ended up. We got it started. We crisis averted. We're good. Why did he leave the key fob in the car? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of key fob people do that. That's so not smart. I understand. There's so though. many car thefts in mm-hmm. the suburbs. I we spent a whole segment talking about the club yesterday. I know. I get it. But that's what he did. Okay. Anyway, he ended up leaving. His children were lovely. It was a great time. And our our last guest didn't leave until, you know, probably about 10, 15. So it was an all-day affair. Was it your brother-in-law? Was it the doctor neighbor? It was, no, I think it was, uh, my, my, I think it was my friend uh, Nick, not the doctor Nick. Oh, okay. Just normal Nick. Normal Nick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they stayed, they, they stayed nice and late. Okay. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I'm glad to hear by the way, How was I, your Thanksgiving? Everything went well? It was great. It was so good. It was so fun. I got, to, you know, strangely, I had been looking at um, sheepdog rescues of the Midwest. Hmm. And oh. I know. And weirdly, the day after I was looking at this, 
um, a relative just adopted a four-year-old sheepdog. Oh. And he shaved down, though, because the owner has shaved him down. It's a whole long story. But anyway, amazing. Love this dog. Love the breed. I got to get to know a little bit more about it before I do anything crazy. But you I'm love gonna... a big dog. Now, this is an English sheepdog? Correct. Old oh. English sheepdog. Oh. I know, right? Just so cute. I do love a big dog. I don't want a dog that's so big that his head is up to the counter. Do you yeah, know, I want it to be yeah. like that's a few inches from reaching the counter. So I... Great Dane, no. But almost any other big breed, yes. I, I do like a, a Great Dane, too. Bernie's Mountain Dog. Love it. That's a lot of shedding, Holly. Oh. Pyrenees? Mm. No. Oh. Shedding. Shedding. Anyway, I digress. Also, I wanted to tell you because you were talking about um, you were talking about the car. I got a really great thank you gift from my friends who after they came for the Billy Joel concert, they sent me a gift in the mail. And I was like, who sent this to me? I had no idea who it was from. It was just this Amazon package that came. And I'm like, I didn't order this. Started checking with people. Turns out it was my friends who stayed here. It's a portable um, jump starter for your car so you don't need another vehicle. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. So you don't need another vehicle. Let's say I'm at the cabin and I'm by mm-hmm. myself and nobody's around. Yeah. Don't kill me, please. Um, it's a great gift. I'll get the name of it. There are all sorts they, of brands They sell there. a bunch of different brands of it, but it's, it is a really, really cool thing. You and you can it charge charged. it up. Yeah, you can do that in your like cigarette lighter and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but they are really slick. I have jump-started cars with those. They really do work. Good it's a great know. gift. All right. Well, we're out of time now. Thanks, Donna. Thank you, sir. Uh, when we come back, we've got some entertainment news, like Bradley Cooper, who he originally had in mind for a role. It might shock you. Hey, what's up, friends? Stevie Boy here for my friends at Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. So many holiday happenings coming up. Uh, let me suggest that as you're doing some of your Cyber Week shopping for the season, Chan Hassan Dinner Theater's gift cards. What a perfect gift for just about anybody on your list. You get the great dinner and show package with hospitality that really is second to none. And then the entertainment options are so many. Let's start on the main stage with the must-see Broadway hit Jersey Boys, the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. It really is spectacular. Hey, Chan, also known for their concert series, from Thanksgiving through New Year's, we're smack dab in the middle of all sorts of holiday options. Celtic Holiday, Hooli, Andy and Bing, Cat Perkins, the Soul for Ginger Commodore, Boyd Lee's Christmas on the Prairie, maybe even a vintage Vegas New Year, or if laughs are your jam, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, just the ticket. Something fun for everybody. You can get this all. ChanHassonDT.com. That's ChanHassonDT.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Big fan of this song. This particular uh, version? I do, yes to both, the song and the version. This morning I listened to, uh, let me pull this up to get it correct here, um, Christmas Music Radio, Old Christmas Songs Mix. And it was, it's an eight hour playlist and just about every song on the list has a, has a little bit of static in the background. Love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that kind of an old timey Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. Like an Andy Williams up in this place. Oh, I love Andy Come Williams. Oh. oh man. Bing, Nat, Frank, mm. all those guys. All those. <laughs> Nat. Love Dean. That. Oh, Dean. Dean. Oh. <laughs> yep, Dean. 
Anybody else? Trying to think who else would go just by a first name in that. Sammy. Gladys. Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys. I don't know. I just want to say Gladys. Gladys Knight. I don't yeah. know if that fits the I genre. Know, I know. I know. You can't say Michael. You'd have to say Buble. Right. But he's modern. I want I want the static. Give me the crackle. Okay. You want the crackle. I get it. Oh, how about um um rocking around Brenda? Brenda. Ooh, good yeah. one. And wasn't she very young when she did that yeah. song? Like thirteen or something? I think so. Ooh, yeah. how about Burl? Burl. Bleep and Burl. You you name one <laughs> other Burl Live song. How about you that name one other Christmas. Burl? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take either. I'll take either. Oh my god, uh, I love it. Um oh, by the way, you'd be happy to know I did watch a little bit of Elf oh, you and did. I watched a little bit of Home Alone and Home oh. Alone 2. Yeah, because they're on 24/7 on correct. TBS. That is correct. <laughs> oh. And I didn't have control of the TV. You dropped the needle. There's yep. there's Elf again. Yep. That's nice, Donna. Thank you. Thank Proud you. of you. Thanks, Steve. Um but listen to this. So Bradley Cooper who starred in and directed A Star is Born with Lady Gaga, was, yeah, this is a kind of an interesting thing, because he originally offered the part that was played by Sam Elliott in the movie. So he played Bradley Cooper's character's brother, okay? Okay. He originally offered it to, take a guess, did you already see the story? I did, I did. Holly probably saw the story as well. Uh, it was originally offered to Howard Stern. Yes, you heard me right. Well, uh, for those of us who haven't seen the movie, <laughs> um, is Sam Elliott, does he play sort of a shock jock or no. a normal person? He's a normal brother who's looking out for his brother who has a severe alcohol problem. And apparently they're good friends, Bradley and um, Howard. And he said it was the early, early time and it was swimming around in his head and he offered it to Howard and he said, I think it would have been amazing. Um, Stern actually turned it down because he was nervous about making a fool of himself, which I think was smart. Sam Elliott, by the way, was nominated for the Oscar Mm. for Best Supporting Actor. Well, they don't. They have different levels of gravitas on the big screen. That being said, I could have seen. I don't feel like I have to stretch my mind too much to see Howard Stern turning in a surprising uh, role performance. Yeah, yeah, performance on on the big screen in that. I I feel like I I kind of feel like he would have it in him. Well, I don't he know was why. Really good at playing himself in private parts. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm He's good at playing him, sure. But Donna, sometimes that's the toughest role to play, is yourself. I suppose, I suppose. Socrates? Mm, Let's not get crazy. You know, look at who was in there, though, that actually did a great job. Dave Chappelle's in that movie, A Star is Born. Andrew Dice Clay was fantastic. I did not know Halsey was in the movie, but Halsey was in it. Hmm. Uh, Gaga? was very good i thought holly did you think she was good i'm always curious what people think of yeah i thought she was great in the star is born i will never watch that movie again because i ugly cried at the end of that oh my god i just i can't take the brutality and you know what you know what's gonna happen because it's like the sixth version of a star is born right but yeah it was good that was so good very anyway steve should i see it yeah yeah absolutely and then you'll ugly cry so just be prepared 
Mind who you're keeping company with. If you okay. don't want those folks to see you ugly cry, then don't watch A Star is Born around them. I don't, I don't know if Steve would movies. cry. I, I, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm an emotional person. I am a very nostalgic person. I wish that I cried and came to tears more in movies, and I so often don't. The, you know, the last one was uh, Father of the Bride. He who okay. must not be named. Wait, you could just second. play the song "Butterfly Kisses" hey, and start here. He will. Well, if you second. have a moment and yeah, you're able I, to, I sure do. And then we'll get to the bottom no, of "Father I'm, of the Bride." No. Father of the Bride, as the father of two daughters, it doesn't take too much imagination, particularly particularly when they're little, to imagine how fast time would fly by. And and uh, yeah, there's a scene in there that is an absolute heartbreaker. And maybe maybe that's it. Not to, to, <laughs> to gender stereotype, but I, maybe it is. It, it's the dad in the room who will cry if they have a daughter. Oh, are we okay. going to drop the needle here? Yes. Okay, great. I'm going to be a rock with this, guys. <laughs> I'll just tell you something about this This is how song. we torture Steve. Like, if we needed to put him in timeout, <laughs> we need to make him listen to this cranked at, like, 11. Here we go. Holly. Wait for it. I remember making fun of the song as a kid, and my parents said, when you grow up, it'll feel different to you. So then one day, on the way to work, I was like, I'm going to try this. I'll just listen. I started laughing, and I thought, okay, this is a little bit ham-fisted. By the end of the song, guys, you get to yeah, the she, part let where... Let me guess, let me guess. I've never heard the song in its entirety. He's on his deathbed, and no. then she's giving him butterfly kisses no. while the, you hear the beep. No, they're beep, going. It's the it's beep, the wedding. Beep, and then he always gives her butterfly kisses, and then she comes over and she gives him butterfly kisses as he is about to walk her down, down the aisle at her wedding. She leaned over. Here it is. Son of a gun! Butterfly kisses. And she's marrying that bum. Hey, Donna! <laughs> yeah. He's a good guy. No, he's, he's a good guy. Comes from bag. a good family. Yeah. <laughs> he's a rocker. She met him at a bar. Uh, he's a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you ruin everything that is sweet? But in my it's just life? so funny that you don't cry at movies. I know the but scene. Can you cry at this cornball piece of crap song? <laughs> oh, this song's embarrassing. Hey, it, to it, all the dads it, out there, and huh? the cats in the cradle. You know, the that's another one. Because at the end, the boy's saying to dad the whole time, yeah, "Dad, we know. We will know, you play Steve, with me today." You don't have to mansplain it to us. We the get dad, it. I'm father explaining to everybody. And then at the end, the dad is <gasps> reaching out now to the son, like, no. "Hey, do you want to play?" And now the son has is no busy time. with life and has no oh time. Oh my god! Oh. Circle of life. Donna, in the what? movie Father of the Bride, yes, in Holly, you're unfamiliar. Let me this guess it. Let me guess it. Let me guess it. Can I guess it? Go ahead. They're sitting at the table, and she's saying, Dad, I want to get married. And she's a grown woman, but he sees her as a little girl. Is this the Steve Martin father of the bride that you speak of, Steve? This is the Steve yes. Martin. Okay. I know that there's a prior yeah. one. Mm-hmm. This is when Frank is there. Uh-huh. Frank. Is this, so, is this where, <laughs> is she playing basketball? In, no, and, no. And he's looking at her, and it's like, oh, remember? Because she's basically like a child bride in that movie. Let's be clear. She's like 21 years old. Yeah. That's what I got Unre- married. Unrealistic. You, Steve, hello. You, you also are a child unrealistic. <laughs> All right, what's Listen, the scene? What's the the scene? scene is he is he has walked her down the aisle, 
And and bear in mind, already in this movie, Holly, I was watching it with Lou. Maybe this is probably seven years ago now. And I realized pretty early on that I am getting surprisingly emotional with this movie, as I, at the time, have probably a four- or five-year-old daughter. And they get to a scene, and this was one of the scenes where I cried, but I'm crying. He opens the door and sees her in her wedding gown. She's trying it on. He walks in, Dad does, and sees her in it. And I'm like, shoot, this is messing me up. And then I hear Lou sitting on the other couch in the living room go, and I was like, thank God I am not crying alone. To which Lou takes a beat and says, that dress. And I was like, what? You're not, you're not crying? You're critiquing the 90s hideous bride's dress? I'm team Lou, Steve. (laughs) Team Lou all the way. He goes, here's the scene. He gets to a point where they're at the wedding. You know, you guys are the worst. They're at the actual wedding. And he, as he, they say, you know, who, who gives this woman all that? And he has this moment where he realizes she's never going to walk down the stairs again. She's never going to live there again. And I think that that's a very emotional scene. He sees her as a child standing at the top, and now that season, that whole that whole chapter of his life is gone, and she's grown, and she's leaving the house once and for all. The whole chapter of my life is gone now in the hmm. past eight minutes. <laughs> Whatever. She's going to go and crash on the couch. It's fine. Pull it together, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching A Star is Born out of protest against you guys. It's okay. You're going to miss out on a great ugly cry. Yep. I will watch Father of the Bride. Frank is there. Oh, and you know what's funny? In Only Murders in the Building, which I have one more episode to go, really enjoying season three of it, there is a scene where Selena Gomez is dressed up in a bridal gown, essentially. And uh, and Steve Martin and and, uh, Martin Short are both beside her. And this one cop says, like, what are you guys, like the Father of the Bride? Cute. And then, yeah, Martin, Martin, it's funny because Martin Short says, oh, that's cute. And it's just a little tip yeah. of the cap to Frank yes. and Steve Martin and their wonderful chemistry in that movie. That's adorable. I want to go. No, you have to stay. Please stay. One more segment. He's, okay. One more segment. This hour. Home. I'll do the other four in, All right. in each um, of the other hours. Hey, when we come back, uh, if you thought you saw like a, uh, how do I say, a band who seemed out of place at Disney's magical whatever the hell that aired over the weekend. Do you know what I'm talking about? Magical holiday celebration. You were right. I'll tell you who it was. And J-Law did not get plastic surgery. We'll tell you about that, too, coming up next on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the place where we believe if you see something, you should say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> We have a couple of things that uh, people saw. That they are talking about? Shall I? I? Be... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You're back. No, 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 you, you had some you, time you. off. Me, 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 me. You. This is about one Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Who I quite enjoy. Interviewed her once. Whatever. Okay, it doesn't matter. 
We're here. We're having a good time. Uh, she's been accused of getting stuff d- accused. I love accused. I <laughs> accused of. There have been rumors that she's gotten some work done on her face region this year, like her eyes and her nose. People have also suggested that she started using fillers. Well, Jennifer wants you to know it ain't true. There are just a few new things that are going on. One, she says, look, I didn't get plastic surgery. I did get a new makeup guy, though. She says, I call him a plastic surgeon because everybody in the last few months since I've been working with him is convinced that I had eye surgery. I guess it's maybe doing some stuff for the under the eyes and maybe around like our crow's feet area. As for the rest of her face, she says, look, I'm getting older. I started acting at 19. People knew who I was. So now I get these before and after pictures from when I'm like 19 and now I'm 30. And it's like, look, I grew up. I lost some baby weight in my face and my face changed because I'm aging. Everybody also thought, she said, that I had a nose job. And I'm like, I've had the exact same nose. My cheeks got smaller. Thank you for bringing it up. So she is setting the record straight. No surgery, apparently, for Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Um, I do agree that your face does change as you get older. I mean, if you even look at, okay, I'm going to go, like, dateline on you here. Okay. You know, when they do sketches, like, let's say there's a missing person or something. Here's what he would look like today. Right. You can see the progression of how the face just changes as you age you know sometimes you get puffier sometimes your face looks super thin it it just all has to do with hormones and just the natural aging process i've seen leah remini remini go through this where she's like i don't know what to tell you like you know they'll be like my teeth her teeth change she did something to her teeth she's like no my teeth maybe shifted as i got older you know like and who cares if she had work done? I look like I've had fillers the last few years because my face got a little fatter, guys. All right? I don't know what to tell you. 2019 is is the the curtain dropped, and then when they pulled it back up, we were in a new era of the play. I can look at photos from 2019 specifically, mm. early 2019, and by late 2019 and after, it looks different. And it, God forbid you go back to like 2015, I look like I was 11. Right. Right. And by the way, happy birthday. Oh, Donna, no. Yeah, Come on. The big four. Oh. Yeah. Steve, 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 Steve. Yeah. Steve, Speech. Steve. Hey. Hey, guys, everybody. Yeah. Halfway to 80. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. To do anything special? No. Lou said, what would you like the day to look like? And I said, I would like to stay here. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I want to eat good food. And I want to uh, hang out, watch a movie, sit in a hot tub. It's beautiful. And chill. So we did those things. What movie? That was the night that we did Elf. The night before we started, um, uh, or the night before Thanksgiving, we started The Santa Claus. Okay, I need to watch that. And Fred Claus. Is that a separate movie? Fred Claus is a separate movie. Two not a lot things. of not okay. a lot of people like it. I will tell you that. It critically panned. I happen to enjoy it, but I'm a real sucker for Vince Vaughn. I was gonna say, is it Vince Vaughn or is it Dennis Leary? Isn't Dennis Leary in one of these two? Uh not in that one. He oh, is some in kind one. of Christmas movie. Yeah, but Vince Vaughn, he's just like the right amount of like 
cynical, rough around the edges, which you'll like, but he also has a soft spot. Remember the old last year we were doing, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Yes. Everyone loves Christmas. That's from that movie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. I saw something else. I thought this was kind of cute, actually. Um, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. You know, uh, the band is going to, I think they're going out on tour with Green Day next year. Mm. But, so he was part of the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration aired on ABC this past Sunday night. They, um, I guess they filmed an appearance at Walt Disney World earlier this month. They performed an unreleased Billy Corgan Christmas song called Evergreen, along with a cover of Silver Bells. And this is so cute because apparently people were losing their minds and going, okay, wait. What in the bleep of all bleeps is happening here? Oh, yeah. I saw a commercial for this, and they were listing off all the artists that were going to be on this Disney special, and then they said, the Smashing Pumpkins. What? Right? And it goes, uh, I don't know what they're, uh, let me just see here, 382 million people around the world. Uh, I guess Der- Derek Huff was hosting this, so it had something to do with Dancing with the Stars, I guess. And it just said, uh, Huff just introduced Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> In front of the castle. He said, I love Disney history and Christmas, but I'm going to need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Billy Corgan apparently has been a huge fan of Disney and considered it a great honor that they uh, included him. He said, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, We come here all the time with our families. He said, I'm 57, I think, or 56. And I've been, you know, this is a dream come true for the past, you know, 55 years. He was hoping to do something like this. He says he collects old Disneyland items too. He's like a he's like a, a, a an adult Disney. What are the, the remember the Chugi oh, thing? It was like you're Chugi if you're an adult Disney person. He's an adult Disney person. There's a picture of him holding Mickey in a Santa Claus suit. It does look like <laughs> he could have. I'm looking at yeah. So that one where he is standing there straight faced. Yep. Holding Mickey in the Santa Claus. Like he suit. could be about to snap his neck. I was going to say like <laughs> if you just put him in the background of the haunted mansion, no one would bat an eye. They'd just be like, "Oh, and there's another ghost." <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a skeleton ghost. Oh okay. my god, I love that. I love when like these rockers show their soft side. So sweet. He could play Jack Skellington from A Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't remember what he looked like. Get on that live-action reboot, Disney. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I think I'm saying the name right. Look up Jack Skellington. Yep, yeah, boom. yeah, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Look, are you seeing a picture, Donna? I'm going to look right now. I think I know what he looks like. Um, he's kind of got like a stitched mouth, yeah. right? Bald head, round. Oh, yes. Adorable. That's Billy Corrigan. Oh, I love that. Saying. That's amazing. I haven't seen that movie in a hundred years. I need to watch that. Was that any good? It's yeah. It's a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's always been fine for us. I like the characters. Like I would like to put them out for Halloween. This is Halloween. They, this this is would be Halloween. your style for Halloween. for Halloween, Halloween or Christmas. Either. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's the that is the brilliance of a Nightmare Before Christmas. It straddles the seasons. Yeah, because we played it's a nightmare, it right? It's like ooh, on spooky. Halloween is when we put it on. You do Halloween night after we the kids got back from trick or treating, and then we just threw that up in the background. What is that about, by the way? Boy, I didn't watch it closely this time. There has to be um, a plot, right? Yeah, Jack yeah, no, there Skellington. Is a plot. 
is there are different lands for different holidays, and Jack Skellington is the ruler of Halloween. But he's a little despondent. He something's missing in his life. Then he discovers Christmas Land, and then he wants to become Santa. He oh. wants to be. <laughs> he wants to put good out into the universe, Aww. and it kind of goes sideways for him because he does end up uh, trying to kidnap Santa Claus and take yeah. over oh, okay. the role. Got yeah. it, Steve. Uh, I really, really wish you would watch Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah. That would be a great movie for the kids. It's yeah. so sweet. You keep saying this. It's been so long since I've seen it. And I remember it, when I saw it, I was probably eight or nine years old, young. And I remember thinking, oh, that had a weird vibe. Well, it does. Maybe I should try it again. But it's also very touching. It's a very touching movie. It's about, you know, an unlikely friendship. I can really work those scissor hands, too. Yeah, right. He can make topiaries all in everyone's yard. He could do your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Don. I'll look into it. Oh, you won't, but you're welcome. All right. Bye, Holly. Bye, bye Holly. Thank you. Hey, uh, everyone's talking about Dolly Parton in that cheerleader outfit when she performed at the Thanksgiving Day game. Uh, Steve, have you seen it? I've seen it. All right. Let's talk about that when we come right back. Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.